Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Let's uh, go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Dick Girardi, who usually joins us around Triple Crown time, is back with us and a uh, longtime horse racing writer and great contributor here in the zone and elsewhere. And Dick, it's good to have you back. It's a big week and we're excited about a big finish in Arkansas at Oakland, but also, of course, the big weekend over at Churchill. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's cool that Oklahoma now runs Derby Band, and that's got to be cool for you guys down there. But, yeah, I got to Kentucky yesterday and sat on the back stretch this morning and watched my horses train. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's such a great week. All right, well, let's talk about uh, horses we like, horses we need to avoid, and there are some Oklahoma connections in here per usual. And Ethereal Road sneaks in with Unoho out on the outside. And a horse that's, and, you know, a couple of horses are intriguing. Really, Cybernaut, the Arkansas Derby winner, always a factor, or usually a factor. And then I think Barbara Rhodes, another one we've been talking a lot about this week, finished in the top three in all four of the Kentucky Derby points races at Oaklawn leading up to this weekend. So certainly they won't be the favorites, but uh, let's start with the Arkansas Connections and uh, your thoughts on those horses' chances. Yeah, it's interesting. There are many years where I come here really liking the Arkansas Derby one, two, three. I, I, as a, as the fact that I'm all with you guys, a little rock, I hate to say this, but I'm not as big a fan of the Arkansas Derby this year as I have been other years. I like to say Cyber Knight doesn't have a chance. He obviously does, but I wouldn't put him in my top five. I just didn't think it was as strong of an Arkansas Derby as we've had it all this Yeah, it really was about the Philly most of the year with Secret Oath, and we'll talk, maybe we can talk yep. about Oaks for a second as, as well, but. Um, you know, there are other horses that certainly have had more success this year or a little more high profile. Their time's maybe a little better, and Epicenter will be, you know, one of the horses a lot of people have circled. Zandon is a horse that doesn't have a real extensive resume but clearly impressed the folks there enough to make him the morning line favorite, won the bluegrass, but it's only stakes win. So tell me a little more about Zandon and what kind of shot you think he's got to win this thing. I do think he has a chance, but I think he's being overvalued. Uh I don't see him as the favorite in this race. Also, like you said, his resume isn't all that extensive. Um, but look, it's Chad Brown, it's Flavie and Pratt, it's a great combination. His bluegrass was sensational. But I don't see him as that much better than a lot of the other horses who are 10 and 15 to 1. So again, it's not like he doesn't have a chance. I just think, I certainly would never take 3 to 1 on Sandon to beat 19 horses. And he's going to have to pass at least half of them. Nick, I want to circle back about the Arkansas Derby in Oakland um, because we take pride in, in how the horses do in the stakes races. Why do you think it was? Do you have a theory why this year wasn't as uh, the uh, like it was in past years and, and and just stacked with quality horses? Yeah, I, look, I think it, it just goes in circles, right? Yeah, Marty Jones, I think, who obviously helped make the race back in 04, Fleet House in 05, uh, the Triple Crown winner in 2015. I mean, they were all sensational horses. They ran really fast coming out of the Arkansas Derby. Like, uh, I know Fleet Alex had like a 108 fire figure. This year it's a 94 number. It's just a number doesn't match up with some of the other prep races this year. And look, as I said, I hate to say it because I love being all with you guys, but I just don't think this is a year where the Arkansas Derby is as strong as it has been in some other years. Uh, but, hey, look, that doesn't mean it couldn't happen on Saturday. Obviously, the race has produced a lot of really good horses in recent years uh, through the triple round. But, yeah, I just think for some reason, 
I think the better horses this year were in Florida, California. Yeah, and look, your argument is well made. I don't think there's a, a whole lot of argument to the contrary. So I, I think, you know, we talked a lot about it all year, really. Again, we were squarely focused most of the year on, on Secret Oath and her performance against the other Phillies and then against the boys, obviously, in the Arkansas Derby, a top three finish there. So which horses with a little better price on them do you like a little bit more going in this weekend? Yeah, my, probably my best long shot. not a horse I'm necessarily going to pick to win. Simple vacation. thought he was written incorrectly in the Florida Derby. Uh, before, he's become kind of a mid-pack, so a mid-pack closer. And Jose Ortiz, who doesn't make many mistakes, kind of pushed him up into the race early, and he got carried around the far turn by Horse Papa Cap, who wouldn't be good enough to be in the Derby, but just was good enough to aggravate a simplification, which caused him probably second in the Florida Derby. So he's been kind of my long shot. Uh, so I like Epicenter the best. I think he's just one race after another. He's just giving you that same effort, and he looks to me like he's sitting on the best race yet. I will say this, guys. I saw the Japanese horse this morning, Crown Fly. Uh, he could not have been more impressive. Uh, he actually had a time workout today. And it was like one of those things where you're watching them and you go, man, it's smooth. And you're thinking he didn't really go that fast, but he went really fast uh, without much effort doing it. So the Japanese have not won, obviously, any of the triple crown races, but they did win two Breeders' Cup races last year. They've been winning in Dubai and Saudi Arabia this year. They're winning all around the world. So it's going to come the time when they're going to win the third could be this year. Let's flip over if we can. Uh, we're talking to Dick Girardi on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline about this weekend of racing over at Churchill Friday. Got the Oaks. And honestly, I think this field is, is a lot more intriguing in, in a number of ways, and I wouldn't normally say that. We're really excited about Secret Oath's chances, and Ujiri was no you know, slouch either in her runs at Oaklawn this year. Um, what's your anticipation on, on what it looks like Friday afternoon? Yeah, no, I think those two Phillies for sure with the connections down there are absolute contenders. Well, Secret Oath just got a, a ridiculous fan trip in the Arkansas Derby. You could make a case she was the best horse in the race. Uh, evidence. It's just behind and rushed up, ran by the whole field almost on the turn, and then the stretch just got tired late. She was terrific. Uh, it's interesting. Echo Zulo is the undefeated two-year-old Philly champion. She's like a fourth choice right now. That's how strong the race is. Dance from Todd Fletcher's barn. It's been on a roll. Kathleen O from Florida showed the day is undefeated. You're right. It's a really, really good race. And Secret Oath for uh, T-Way was certainly a major, major player in the Oaks on Friday. With Secret Oath on the rail, does that scare you at all? Does not. Uh, I think um, because the Derby rail is, is real, because of those two starting gates where you're kind of starting – behind actually behind the inner rail everybody whenever a horse gets the one post in any race any time it's, oh my god that's only the case with the derby and a mile of order it's about an eight race generally speaking inside is fine but you can stay grand you don't have to run as far as the other horses and stuff yeah i wouldn't be concerned about that with me so. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, and but every all these stories I keep seeing that uh, it was just a bad draw and getting the you know the uh, rail for Secret Oath and in uh, in the type of race that she wants to run, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. So I'm glad to hear you you do it. Will, will she be your top choice, or who's your top pick at the uh, Oaks? Yeah, I, I think the horse that's gotten hot at the right time is best 
for Todd Fletcher. Um, you know, a lot of times it's just about, you know, like any other sport, right? Who's playing well now? Like in the NCAA tournament, who's getting, who's getting hot when they're coming in the tournament? Um, I think Ness is a hot horse. If he can run back there and race one of the Ashmont, that's going to be good enough to win. But it's a, it's a difficult race. There's any of four would win. I would not be surprised if that close on paper. All right, Dick, great stuff per usual. Appreciate it. We'll catch up with you before the uh, next step in the Preakness, and good luck this weekend. Look forward to it, guys. Always great talking to you.